You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. No, I'm telling you, it was a, it was really strange. I was not expecting that to happen when you're sitting there in a basement bar, and then uh, some guy with a microphone walks down and then points to exactly where you're sitting. That's. It, what? Yeah, it was strange. Okay. It was it was a little unnerving. I I'm like, oh, know well, more. wait, great, thank you. <laughs> Don't feel weirded out enough. This is just going to add to it. Just go ahead and point at me and have an entire group looking at me. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> describing what happened where I was sitting. Yeah, it was kind of, it, it didn't make me feel great. That's kind of amazing. I want to know I got everything about this. I left. Okay. I left. I, couldn't, right. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Got a lot of stuff we're going to get to today. Want to remind everybody really quick, uh, I got a nice email from a listener named Bill. Oh. Bill said he's been listening to us for about a year and a half. Or a year or so, I think it was, and he's already listened back to two and a half years of the show, uh, just going through uh, FunEmploymentRadio.com and listening to the back episodes, which you can do so there. And on top of that, what else does he do? He clicks on the Amazon link oh, right there at our Bill, website. Bill, you're the best. He's like, it is the least I could do. When I'm doing my online shopping, I go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. And he, this is Bill's words. These are Bill's words. Okay. He said, anybody that doesn't do that is a bastard. Oh. Now, that's Bill's Bill words. Bill speaks the truth. Bill speaks the truth. Bill's speaking his mind, but uh, I'm just going to say- I mean, you can't silence Bill. You can't silence he Bill. He's allowed to have his own opinion. He is allowed to have his and opinion. extremely correct. Right. I mean, I'm not going to dispute it. No, you can't- I mean, I'm not can't dispute questioning Bill. the legitimacy of someone's childhood. It's not like that Whoa, in depth. I know, right? You know, That'd we're not going that far with mm-hmm. the bastard thing, but as a general yes. bastard in the more royal bastard sense. Oh, so not like a Jon Snow bastard. No, we're talking about the, the royal bastard. The royal bastard. Yeah. You know, gotcha. that we can all be a royal bastard at sure. some point. But anyway. You're a royal bastard a lot. Well, no. Well, I, that's in the <laughs> eye of the beholder, I suppose. But nonetheless... Bill, thank you very much, and thank you to everyone who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. All right, so yesterday's show, we're going to kind of continue where we left off from the first half of yesterday's show. And just a quick recap, you can go back and listen to that episode, which I highly suggest. Uh, over this last weekend, Friday, uh, Friday, we Sarah and I and a bunch of us took a train to Seattle to go see Guns N' Roses. And we kind of left our story off right when, right after I had gotten busted for... <laughs> we were in SeaTac, so we didn't even make it to Seattle. Well, we did but end the, up... Well, no, I know, but, but the story yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's thus right. Thus far, we, we were in SeaTac. Thus far, we were in SeaTac, mm-hmm. yeah, on, on the train. Which, if you're, if you're unfamiliar where SeaTac is, uh, it's an uh, abbreviation for Seattle-Tacoma. It's like halfway between But it's actually Seattle a city. Tacoma, but it actually is a city, and that's what's called SeaTac. So, and that's where um, the airport is. Yes, mm-hmm. and the train we were on, the Amtrak was about there when when I got <laughs> busted pouring beer that you're not supposed to bring, brought my own beer, brought our own beer, pouring it into a glass, and then got caught red-handed. Red-handed, which we found out was not blatantly. racist. No, red-handed is not a racist term. That's a, that one's <laughs> still one you can use. We all learned something. Yes, yes, yes. There are many terms you can't use anymore, but that is a term you can use. And it is weird to like live in a time where like everything that you say, like old timey sayings, you have to second guess yourself. Oh, like, I probably say somebody's so offended many that, by something. Yeah, I probably say so many that I don't even realize. I have no idea. I've never thought about the origins of some terms. And 
Um, I'm not talking about obvious ones, but things like that, like caught red handed. Mm-hmm. When you brought that up yesterday, I'm like, oh, sh- maybe that is. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe that is something I'm not supposed to say. I have no idea, but it's not. We're clear. We're, We're clear, clear on that one. Yes. We're clear. So, so got caught red handed. Did not get kicked off the train, though. I think she was, she was not happy with me. Very unhappy and very much made a scene about it. She was very odd. Oh, she was a strange woman to begin with. She was with. a very strange woman. Yeah, this was one of the conductors. She had a, she had a really sweet conductor's hat, that, though. Well, like, that she had the full cool. outfit. The yeah, outfit was the great. Full, the outfit was okay. The hat was yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 And so, so, uh, so here's the deal. Like we're we're sitting there, you know, and, and she's she's scolding me and going off, and, and I'm I just have to sit there and take it because I was doing it. I was I was completely in the wrong, and I know that. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I and already we I've yes- already admitted I'm in the wrong. Like, do we really need the lecture? Did we talk yesterday point? about we're you adults. babbling on and on about the trains in California? No. Oh, if we're going to go there, then we're going to talk about you babbling on and on trying to come up with excuses of where the beer came from. I think that did a oh, little more damage. Oh, we talked about that, and I think I did, I did a good job. You did not do a good job. because your story, babbling about California your story kept Your story changed like five times on where you got where the beer supposedly might have come from, from some mystery person in another train car that you said that we got it from, that they bought it, but then I don't know where they bought it, but then they, they got it from them, and then somebody gave it to us, and then... <laughs> I mean, your story was so inconsistent. It would not have held up. In- it was better than you just blurting out like, well, the trains in San Francisco are No, I'm I did to not. Drink beer. That is not at all coaster, how that happened. On the coaster, I was allowed to drink beer, and I you thought that it was okay. You are so twisting this story. That is not at all how that happened. I did not try to do that as some excuse. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. That was not an excuse like I should get away with it. It was she was berating me. About what a terrible person I was for drinking it on there, and it's this rule and that, 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 that. All I did was bring up what I was trying to do was be one of the. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I didn't understand him. And my oh, sorry, I didn't understand was oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I, I didn't understand that because in California you can you can drink on the train. That wasn't at all. He's saying like all calm. He was I, not calm. You <laughs> seriously? Do you really want me to go in on your? Well, no. That we got the beer from from somebody in another in another car, and then they they bought the beer, and then they they bought it on the train. They bought it on the train, and then they gave it to us. I mean, and then the, the, I don't know where they bought it from. Um, though, I mean, all right. So you're from, doing the impression of me. I'm doing my impression. You. you. That um, was well, you. Well, I seem to recall when I was on the train in California, I was on the coaster, and you were allowed to drink whatever beer that you decided to bring on, and it was totally okay to drink your beer when you were on the coaster. Wasn't That's not how I was saying that. It what, was exactly how you no, were No, it was not. That's At least I wasn't trying to lie terribly. At least I was saying something that was true. I was giving it an effort, at least. You, but it was so bad. It was one of those things. It was just like digging a hole on top of a hole. It's like I was caught with a beer, clearly not from the train, pouring it into a cup. I knew. I was I was done. I wasn't going to try to like dig any deeper. But you just kept on digging. Kept digging deeper and trying to come up with these reasons. And yes, I did bring up the fact that you you can you can drink on the coaster in San Diego, but apparently that's not Amtrak, so that's one of the rules. Yes. I didn't realize that. Well, anyway, <laughs> she was unhappy. Did not get kicked off the train, though. And so that was one of the, one of the important things, you know, uh, as, as you do, going to a Guns N' Roses show. And ended up making it to Seattle. Got off, and everybody kind of went their own ways to, to go check into wherever they were staying. Mm. Well, well, you didn't, because you... 
you didn't really bring much with you because you were just there. I didn't for bring night. anything. Yeah, I was just yeah. there for the night because I was uh, staying with my sister. Yeah. So I didn't. Yeah, I I just had my purse. <laughs> yeah, that's, about and that's it. it. And you're off and you're off and running in Seattle. And I was staying because my brother was up there over the weekend for work, but he has a hotel room, and so I stayed with him. Uh, for the for a couple of days. So I was going to stay up there on Saturday too. And that's part of what I'm going to talk about here in a bit. And um, and so, yeah, so everybody went and checked in. And then Jeff and I went back to meet up because we were meeting up with a bunch of friends uh, in Seattle. We mm. kind of figured out a place to go. And it was kind of weird, like driving, even riding in the, the Lyft or Uber, I can't remember which one we took, from the hotel back to where we were going. Because we were up kind of by the Space Needle uh-huh. where we were staying. And just driving through downtown Seattle, and I know this is going to be kind of a, a weird reference point, but it, it just, you're reminded again that Portland isn't, Portland is definitely a city, but it is not a city the size of Seattle. It is not a big city. It is not a big city. As much as it's trying and as much as developers are trying to make it look like it, it's not a big city. No, Seattle is far, far, Seattle is an actual big-time city. Seattle is a big, dirty city yeah. and that's one of the other things too uh-huh. so much dirtier than it's portland so much dirtier i mean now, i don't realize it either because you think you hear how similar seattle and portland are like people usually say them the same, same in a lot of ways in a lot of ways they are as far as they're both northwest you know there's i'm sure there's a lot of to an outside observer there's a lot of similarities mm. you know to the to the two cultures but when you're living in it seattle's a different place oh yeah it's different and it is yeah it is so dirty. No, it makes you, it makes you kind of feel like a country bumpkin a little bit. Like because yeah. when you're in Portland, everyone's like complaining about it. Like when I come back here, I'm like, oh, this is not a, a city at all. No, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, it is a city, but I mean, it's just it is, it's just but... not it's not on that level. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a it's a step. You know, it's the B size city. Yeah, and Seattle's an A size city, <laughs> and it, it gets all of the good and bad that comes with that. And the yeah, the uh, just trash are like all over the place, and it smells like pee. And yeah, it smells like pee. Although, in all fairness, downtown Portland smells like pee too. Yeah, that's true. I go down there quite a bit, and you walk pretty <laughs> much anywhere; it's gonna smell like pee. And however, what I haven't had as much experience with in Portland was all of the uh, what's the right way to say this? Um, the shit all over the sidewalks. So, wait, what? Yeah. So we got out because traffic was so bad in downtown. The guy was like, "Look, it's a mile away. It's gonna take me like probably 15, 20 minutes to get there. You're better off just walking." And so we're like, sweet. So he just let us off early. And and we were walking there, and I probably walked a block before, boom, stepped right in. I'm going to hope it was uh, dog feces. Does that make it any better, though? I don't know if it makes it better, but I stepped right in it. Because I wasn't looking. <laughs> you know, I'm not used to looking down to worry about that. And I, I, I don't know, I was crossing the street, just didn't. Didn't think about it, but there it was right in the middle of the sidewalk and stepped right in that. Oh, so that was a nice start. I'm like, oh, well, sweet. Great. So gratings all along the way to the bar were, uh, had my shoes rubbed oh. on them. I don't think that's a Seattle problem. I think that's more of a you not paying attention problem. Well, it's in the middle of the sidewalk, though. It doesn't that, happen to me that's here. In Portland, yeah, it does. But it doesn't happen to me here. I okay, don't... I'm saying no. There are like all kinds of terrible people who don't clean up after their dogs, and will just leave yeah. stuff in the. Oh, middle I know of there's the terrible sidewalk. people. Yeah. They usually do that in my uh, my front yard. Mm. I would love to catch one of them too. So much so I want to catch them when mm. they do that. But anyway, that's what uh, that's what happened. So just just reminding myself, it was it was a nice reminder that uh, Seattle is a different city than Portland, but I still a great city. I love Seattle. It is a lot it of is. fun. It is. It's fun to visit. I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think I'd want to live there, but uh, but I do love visiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I love going down there uh, or up there. So anyway, ended up making it over to where 
where we met up with everyone, and you were already there with your sister mm-hmm. and and your niece, and we got to talk about the picture here in a second too. Yeah. Uh, but ended up <laughs> meeting up with uh, Mr. Janky and his sister, the the Jankies, and with uh, Angie, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Janky and Sister Janky. Uh, I don't think she likes <laughs> to be called. Janky. I don't think she likes to be called Sister Janky, but I think I did that a couple of times. Uh, and then <laughs> met up with them, and Mark the Brit was there, and then the Canadians showed up. And the Canadians, uh, you know, came, they were decked out. Like, those guys dress oh, yeah. for the occasion. Oh, Sebastian I was pretty jealous. and Dwayne. Like, uh, yeah. Sebastian had the coolest American flag I've ever seen. It was like, I, he's had it for how long? Like he years had it, and years. He said since like 88 or 9 yeah. or something like that from a Guns N' Roses show. Yes, that he had. And it's an American flag with Guns N' Roses, like the original band superimposed on it. It's yeah. amazing. It's and he was, so he awesome. He was wrapped in it. It's, and wearing his like l- old leather jacket from high school when he first saw Guns N' Roses. Yeah, it was badass. And so we we went down there and uh, met at this bar, uh, this Irish bar. And which, by the way, there's a lot of Irish bars in Seattle. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the overriding theme. It's all Irish bars. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a port. What What does that have to do with Irish bars? Because I I believe it's a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I thought like I'm just Irish gonna, no, pubs. I'm going to let you go with this. No, tell, tell me the history of Irish pubs in Port Sarah. Well, I think because uh, I don't know the Irish. I'm, I'm like offending myself because I'm Irish. No, <laughs> like, I just want to hear what what nothing. your story is with this. No, I'm just saying I don't know. Aren't like the? I mean, we are aren't Irish big drinkers, and that's why the, I don't know. Can drink some of my water. Okay, that was a good story. Good little history lesson right there. Anyway, uh, met up at this place with everybody and then uh, all gathered together and went on a walk towards CenturyLink, which is where CenturyLink Stadium or whatever you would call it. Is it CenturyLink Stadium? I don't know. Stadium? Stadium, sure. Yeah, it's where the the Seahawks play. Yeah. And so we're. It's huge. (laughs) Well, yeah, we're going to get to that. So we're walking there towards that. And it was kind of awesome just walking around downtown because you realize how many. Guns N' Roses fans were going to be it there in the, the city. Coolest. Everybody's walking around, and, and seriously, probably, I don't know, at least a third of the people we passed by or walked by us were in Guns N' Roses well, gear or very cool. clearly going to Guns N' well, Roses. Well, because you guys all went to the hotel, and I walked from the train station down to the bar to meet my sister. And mm-hmm. uh, like every uh, like every like one out of two people that I passed was wearing like some sort of Guns yeah. N' Roses shirt, and I was wearing my slat. I had a shirt. Um, the, uh, that had slash on the front of it, mm-hmm. and every person would like you just—it was unspoken, or if it wasn't unspoken, like someone would be like Guns N' Roses, you'd be like Guns N' Roses, <laughs> and that's it, and just kind of pass by. It was so cool. It was either everyone was either wearing um, a Guns N' Roses shirt or like a Seahawks jersey, and that was pretty much it. Oh, a lot of Seahawks stuff. Yeah. Let me just say this: it's everywhere. The it's number ridiculous. twelve thing in Seattle. I get it. You're a fan of the team. I get twelve is a big deal, but holy shit, that twelve is. Everywhere, everywhere, and twelve is what uh, Seahawks fans. That's how what the fans are called. They're number twelve because they're the twelfth person for the team, which, by the way, is taken from Texas A and M. I think they had to pay Texas A and M for that twelve thing. They didn't invent it. Um, however, you know, whatever. To each their own. Twelves are everywhere, and I mean the number twelve. You see it over every building. Um, yeah, flags in in windows. In every bar. It's just yeah. everywhere. 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 You see a twelve. Yeah. Um, it's being noted in the chats here. Uh, Ed Ed says I thought it was a faux pas to wear a band's shirt to the show. I don't think that's a faux pas. I think it's a f- it's a faux pas if you're in a band and you wear your own shirt. Mm-hmm. That's kind of I was told that's not a, something that you're supposed no, to. No, I was excited. I found this shirt. I went um, 
the day before we were going to see the show, I went to this thrift store and I'm just like, I want to find like some mm-hmm. sort of Guns N' Roses shirt. Sure as shit, found a Slash shirt. It was awesome. Sure as shit is really your go-to phrase lately. I'm what? just no. I just wanted. To, I was just noticing this because I've I've been listening over the last week and I I was waiting to say something because I wanted to see if you would change out of it. But you know how I say awesome too much. Yeah. You're you're using sure as shit a lot. I don't even recall the last time I've ever said that. Every show for the last week. No. I swear to you. Really? I will go through and cut it out. Yes. <laughs> so much. It's so much. Yeah. Oh. I just did. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, um, but uh, I'm just, I would just wanted to point That's it out just so in case you weird. weren't aware. I didn't realize I did it. Well, now I'm yeah. embarrassed. Okay. Well, no, I'm just, no, it, it's just, it's funny. Uh, all right. Anyway. Sure as shit. We're walking down I, Seattle. and Whatever. <laughs> and, yeah, so we're with the whole group, and we got there, and, um, you know, we're standing outside of CenturyLink, which, like you said, it is huge. It's enormous. It's probably the biggest stadium I've ever been in. It's CenturyLink Field. Field. Okay. That's what it is. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Well, that's that's what, that's what the name of it. Um, and we took a big pi- a group picture you know, with a bunch of us outside of it, which mm-hmm. was which was an awesome picture. We'll put that up on uh, Fun Employment Radio. Maybe we'll put that up on this episode. I think that'd be a good one for yep. it. And <laughs> now you're all thrown off because I'm I know. Sure yeah, shit, thanks you? for that. I'm sorry. I just, I, I just, you know, I just, uh, I thought felt the need to point it out in the middle of the show. Um, yeah, which I'm, is I'm probably really glad. wrong. Now you're mad at I'm me. Really glad that you ruined the flow. <laughs> was... No, I'm not. I'm just saying that's. It. I've just noticed it. Well, I'm never going to say it again. Oh, yeah, you will. No, I won't. Oh, you will, too. I'll make a bet with sure you. Sure shit, I won't. <laughs> yeah, you will say it again. No, I won't. <laughs> you'll forget in 10 minutes, and you'll use it. I will not. 10 minutes of this episode, you'll forget. All right, I'll bet you $10 that I won't say it the rest of the episode. Mm, I don't know if I'm prepared to do that, because if you're putting money on it, you're really going to concentrate. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I think you will definitely use it. You'll use it before the end of this week on an episode. Guarantee that. Okay, twenty dollars if I use it this week, or else I'll pay you. No, no, because a, I don't think you'll actually pay me. You'll find a way to squirm oh, yeah, out of pay that. You, but I'll make yeah. you pay me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's I'm gonna go ahead and avoid that. I'm not gonna take that bet because I know that's not gonna work for me no matter what. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so we're there. We're at the big field. Okay. We're at the field. Yeah. We walk into CenturyLink Field, and like I said. I know most major cities, you know, they have an NFL-sized stadium where, or giant college stadiums, you know, where they can fit 100,000 people. I haven't really been in one the size of this. I mean, it's a really, really big stadium. And that kind of threw me off for a minute. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever been in one that big. Oh, so I've yeah. never been to an NFL game. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been to very many stadium shows, mm-hmm. like concerts. I've been yeah. to a lot of outdoor concerts, well, but, they're, the not, Ro- but they're not stadiums. And there's the Rose Garden, but it's not like that enormous. No, the Rose Garden. Yeah. That is, the Rose Garden is maybe a tenth, mm. it can fit a tenth of the people that. Oh, yeah. People were may, just. Maybe a fifth. I mean, fifth how big people. this thing was, people were just specks, like tiny little dots. It was insane how big that was. Yeah. So we went in there and found our seats. Naturally, we were up in the nosebleeds. By the way, yes, did not get the. Uh, did not get the sweet tickets. The curse of Greg. It is not the curse of Greg. I had nothing to do with it. I don't even really know the person. You who had was everything to them. do with it. Because Knock it off. Were... That is, that's not nice to start that. You know what? It wasn't nice of you to throw me off in the middle of the show. Oh my god! Now this is your revenge to try to make up some <laughs> no, thing. But thank you. No, but it did actually work out really awesomely. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But anyway. 
Um, yeah, we're sitting up in our seats watching Alice in Chains, who, uh, well, the, first, the opening band missed that opening band, but what were kind of on like- purpose. The Pink Slips. Okay. That was It was Duff McKagan's daughter's band. And I missed that band. I didn't oh, really care. They started I, early. That was one thing. They did start the show way early, earlier than like the tickets. They started like an hour earlier than, they, yeah. Yeah, than the tickets The said. tickets said 7.30, and they decided to start the show at 6.30, which throws off a lot of things. Absolutely. Especially when you're not getting into town until 4. Exactly. You're trying to coordinate like a place to meet up and everybody's trying to get food and drinks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That was a little inconvenient. The Pink Slips might be a great band. They were a casualty of them starting early. Yeah. I just missed that. However, did make it just in time for Alice in Chains. And Alice in Chains was fantastic. They were so good. Yeah. So good. And the lead singer, I don't, uh, whatever his name is, he was incredible. Uh, he he was wow. CenturyLink is only a sixty-seven thousand capacity. That's weird. I thought it was a lot more than that. That's not even as much as like Otson. I think fits that much. Maybe it's just the way sixty-seven thousand people is a lot of people. Greg. No, I thought it was way bigger than that. I think maybe it's, maybe it's because it's so tall. The way it's shaped. Yeah, and the way it's... Uh, maybe it's, that's it. It was the vertigo that was throwing me off because it's so tall. Was ter- I have never... It was terrifying walking up that high. Like, it it almost feels like too slanted. Like, it's a, too steep of an angle. Yeah. I, I, I really... I really thought it was a lot more than that. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Um, anyway, so watching Alice in Chains, Alice in Chains was great. They were... And if you haven't seen them with the new lead singer... And he's new by like 10 years. He's been mm-hmm. their lead singer. He's really, really good. He's amazing. Yeah, he sounds a lot like Lane Staley, but he clearly he's his own guy and, uh, you know, sings with Jerry Cantrell. And, you know, the, the whole band is really, really good. I highly suggest seeing Alice in Chains mm-hmm. if you get a chance. Oh, it was it was amazing. So good. And then, you know, we're sitting there. One side note, uh, beers were $10. For Ten. a can of Rainier beer, it yeah. was Ten dollars. Ten dollars for a beer. That part kind of uh, made me yeah. a little mad. Well, because uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. It is ridiculous because yeah. you know that that beer probably cost them twenty twenty five cents, probably a beer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And no, they, they were, were making, like just pillaging us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, was, it was awful. Ten dollars for ten dollars for a beer. That was the cheapest beer. The that was the cheapest, cheapest thing, thing you could, you could buy. Get. Yeah. Yep. For ten dollars, so anyway, I think a water was like eight dollars. Like yeah, it was it was unreal. Yeah, yeah, how expensive it was. That yeah. part kind of sucked. However, Allison Chains finished. We're sitting there. We're waiting for the next band, and then they came out. Mm-hmm. The band I've been waiting to see for twenty some years that I've never seen before, Guns and Fucking Roses. That's their full name, by the way. That's the full official name. Mm-hmm. Guns and Roses walked out and. I don't even know how to describe it, the feeling of, of watching them when they came out. And Slash just starts hitting, starts playing. And then, you know, you see the whole band walk out. And then Axl Rose runs out. By the way, Axl Rose, not Fat Axl anymore with those memes or, or whatever. Mm. He looked good. He looked good. He was in shape. Yeah. The dude. He was running around the entire time. Running around. And they walked out, um, they walked out onto the stage. And. I'm gonna look something up here really yeah, quick. Yeah, what was the first? Song? I I I'm, I'm was so thrown off that now I'm trying to remember what they started off with. I think they started off with, uh, oh yeah, it's so easy. That's what they started mm. off with because they had kind of some music that walked up to it, and then all of a sudden they just came in. Yeah, it's so easy, Mr. Brownstone, 
um, Chinese Democracy. They did play some of that stuff. Yeah. But then, then Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, for some reason, I thought maybe they had started with Welcome to the Jungle, but it's so easy. It's what that's, they what I, with, that's exactly what yeah. I'm hearing in my head. That no, 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 no. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought that that was it, too. Yeah, no, but it was. it's so easy. And so they, they came out, they started playing, and, dude, they sounded great. And I'm, I'm not saying this because, obviously, you know, I wanted it to be good, but my expectations were... You know, whatever, whatever happens, however good they sound, whatever, I'm here. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if they suck. Yeah, I still will have seen it, and I, I'm gonna be fine with that. Uh, so, so I have very low expectations, and <laughs> like whatever is fine. But they really were, really, really good. Like they sounded good. They sounded good. They were. The, the they showmanship were on was key, amazing. You know, for a, a band that hasn't it played together a, for like the biggest fear, I think, seeing something you know, a band that you've idolized and loved for a long time, is that it's going to be like embarrassingly bad. Yeah, you know, because it's just like, is Axl Rose going to get out there and this is voice gone? Well, like, when Axl Rose is the big question yeah. mark of all He's this. He's always the question mark, and everyone, you know, the first question everyone asked when I said they were doing like, was Axl on time? And he told, yeah. and they were. They, they were early. They were early. Yeah, yeah. they went early because I'm like, wow, they really are getting old. They're going early so they can get done earlier. And no. Axl Rose, really, I mean, I you have to give him credit for as much as a crazy, crazy reputation as that guy has. And in real life, I'm sure he is, you know, but all the years of, you know, a lot of the reason that, that I've read of why they broke up is because he was never on time and he always threw the fits. And that's what he's famous for mm-hmm. is all that shit. And... And and then it's, you know, and then his voice going and then he's let himself go so he can't perform like he used to. The dude, whatever whatever message came through to him, he got it and he was amazing. Amazing. And he's, what, 55 years old, running around the stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think 54. we're getting... 54. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't think we're getting the 1988 show, but that's fair. That's 30 years ago, you know, almost. And he was still running around the stage, had plenty of energy, sounded good. Like sounded great, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. He hit the he hit all the notes. He did. Um, he looked the part. He walked the walk. The whole band did. I mean, it was Guns and Roses, the re- the the band, not some weird you know fake version they've slapped together to mm-hmm. make money. That was Guns and Roses that we saw, and it really was. It was it was incredible. Like, it was absolutely one of the best concerts I've ever been to in, in my entire oh, life. Oh, me too. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm watching Slash play uh, that uh, the solo uh, in the middle of November rain. Yeah. Like, running down the fucking uh, aisle yeah. on Oops. stage and then get, and then playing that fucking solo. Oh, my God. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was great. I mean, they played for, what, two and a half hours mm-hmm. probably? Um the you know missed a missed a couple of songs that they didn't play but but still it was just so so good mm-hmm. and uh i if you have a chance left to see them i think they've only got a couple of shows left my brother's already going to the the other show in um uh san diego which is their last one oh seriously yeah yeah cuz he's right down there and he's like well uh, yep i'm going to go to that one too if you get a chance to go see him on this because who knows? They probably will break up after this, even though there's talk they might be putting out another album. And I know if you're not into Guns N' Roses, fine. If you're not into them, but you got to respect the fact. And that- don't yeah, and don't take it away from anybody else. Like no. I've seen I've seen people online. I was just uh, that's funny. I read an article in the Stranger, which is one of uh-huh. Seattle's. Hey, I keep uh, bumping that. Sorry. One of Seattle's like weekly rags. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was some, like, shithead, like, 25-year-old who was like, oh, yeah, I remember kind of listening to them, and it was okay, and there were all these old people in the ACDC shirts. Like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. You know what? You go and you, everyone gets to appreciate what they appreciate. And you go watch Skrillex if that's what you want to see. That's exactly but, it. And you, you know, know what? And I won't take anything away from you, but well, you let people enjoy their dreams coming true. Yeah. Which yeah, is Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, d- shitting on other people for enjoying something is just lame mm-hmm. um, yeah it was incredible it, I'm, and I'm not the biggest Guns N' Roses fan and it is the best show I've ever seen yeah it, it was, was absolutely just phenomenal a lot a lot and of fun and you know why it was even more phenomenal was because of this yes the upgrade the upgrade yeah upgrade um that's from Idiocracy remember yeah upgrade that's her pimp's name yeah, it's been a little while since uh, I've seen okay. that part. Anyway, so this is what happened halfway through the show. So we were up in our uh, in our 300 level seats, which they were fine. I mean, every seat in there is good. You can see the stage; everything was fine. Getting a little bit of vertigo because yeah. we're like super high up there, and it's it just really, took a little getting used to. It's really uh, at a sharp angle. Yeah, like you seriously have vertigo. Like even everyone kind of feels like you could just fall forward and like fall into the stadium. Probably could. You probably could. So. um so we had figured out the set list because, um, you know, if if you look up online, like if you get like the first couple songs um, from like, a, you know, a touring band, mm-hmm. you can look up the set list and see like which one they're playing because they kind of like slightly alter it for every city that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So we had seen that um, there were a couple like Chinese democracy songs coming up and I'm like, all right, I don't give a shit if I miss those. So I uh, decided to go down and get some beers. I did. I watched all of them. Yeah. Greg watched all of them. And I know because I ran up to get you and Jeff. <laughs> Up all those stairs. Oh, my God. My legs hurt the next day. Um, so, anyway, so I went down to get a $10 Rainier. And uh, we were sitting there just for a second, um, you know, hanging out at a table. And I see this guy come up to us. Uh, and he's wearing a staff shirt. It's like CenturyLink staff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, gosh, what am I doing wrong? You know, because I'm scared of authority. I'm always like, all right, what, am I going to get kicked out for something? What were you doing wrong? Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and he comes up and he's like, oh, uh, excuse me. It's like, so well, where are your seats? Uh, where Are you guys enjoying the show? And we're like, oh, yeah. And he's like, well, where are your seats? And I'm like, oh, we're um, we're up, you know, on the 300 level. It's a little nosebleedy. We're almost, you know, touching the ceiling. And he's like, oh, cool. And he's like, well, here's the thing. My boss uh, came up to me today and said, uh, you know, I think that you need to go and make somebody's night. And I've decided that I'm going to make your night. And we're like, oh, okay. What's, yeah, what's what are you going doing, on? Creep? I know. He was kind of weird, too. I'm like, okay. And he's just like, I am going to, he's like, so you're in the 300 level? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I am going to go ahead and upgrade you to the club level. He's like, so what you can do is just get your friends and uh, you can take that elevator over there and I'm going to let you into the club level and you can watch the rest of the show from there. <laughs> so I'm like, what? Because this has happened to me at shows before. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why. So um, so he's just like, how many do you need? It was just the four of us down there. And I'm like, actually, there are six of us. So he gave us six tickets. So I grabbed the tickets and uh, ran up to get you and Jeff. Yeah. Because you guys were up there. Yeah. And I had to run up all of those stairs. I'm just like, okay, Jeff. I'm like, get out of your seats. Let's go. Because <laughs> I'm like winded from running up all those like steep stairs. And uh, yeah, and so grab Greg and Jeff. We get into like this private elevator thing, mm-hmm. go down, and like they have a security scan, like kind of card thing, and they buzz us in. And then we're in the club level. Yeah. Like this fancy ass, like club level with like the private bars and everything. Well, and we were clearly out of place walking yeah. in there. Oh, like, yeah. had no idea where we're going. We're like, uh, and I, we had to ask one of the, one of the people, like, um, so where, 
where do we go? Yeah, like, we how didn't do we know where to go. We're this? like, okay. <laughs> so it was awesome. So we're all like super excited because we're like, okay, this is a, very lucky that we all got this. And um, yeah, and we and we get walked down to our seats, mm-hmm. and we are like a hundred percent closer than where we're we were. closer than we were. <laughs> we <laughs> were was, still, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we were still pretty high up, but no, we, we were, were a actually, lot closer than. But we were, we were closer than what we would have been in if we were in a suite. Yes. Yeah, we were. True. We were closer than the suites. So I mean. Not like we didn't get the sweets. However, we got something even better, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it was awesome. Like that. And so, so we got there. Yeah, and watched the rest of the show from from that. Probably the last right when third we got there. The show. As we were getting seated, uh, they were playing some song. I can't remember what. And then, uh, as soon as that song was done, then November rain started, mm-hmm. and it was fucking incredible. Yeah, and Axel, you know, came out with the piano and everything, played it. It was so great. It was funny in that row, too, because clearly they'd set aside that row for that, because then this this other couple shows up, and they walk down, and they looked kind of confused next to me, and I was like, do you guys just get upgraded, too? They're like, yeah! Like, <laughs> like alright, yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, this right, is where I'm you're supposed okay to be. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, watch the rest of the show from there, and then um, I mean, again, I just want to say, so good. If you get a chance, like such a good show. I have to say, between like Guns N' Roses and Weird Al, uh, the summer, this yeah. has been like the best shows I have ever seen in it my is. life. Yeah, I like, mean, hands down, both of them. Yeah, both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just so, so, so good. And I would go see either one of them again and yeah. again. And again. I will give them all my money. Like, yeah. Anytime Weird Al comes to town or Guns N' Roses come again, like, yeah. I will if Guns N' Roses ever does this again, mm-hmm. I'll I will be there. Which. I kind of doubt. I, I kind of think it's going to be quite a long time before they were will be anywhere near us. Although I did see something that they might do a European tour, but that doesn't do me any good. No, it doesn't yeah. do me any good. I'm <laughs> so, like, why? Why would? That? Well, okay. that means they're still going. That's okay. what I mean. That they're not ending well, until Axel if they snaps. Keep, until he snaps, yeah, yeah. and then and then ends it. Which and is inevitable. It's going to be like well, it's just like now. when Van Halen, you know, got back together, but that lasted for like what a month before <laughs> something mm. like that. I'm before just, David Lee Roth freaked out on everybody. Dude, I'm just excited that they lasted so that we could we see made him it. in Seattle. Yep, we got him before Axel snapped. I was so worried that mm. was going to happen this summer, but no, no. I mean, it was it was great, and and yeah, then went out from there and went back and uh, met up with everybody at the Merchant Cafe, which is in downtown Seattle, and that's. Oh, that's one of my favorite places. Yeah, that place is weird. You showed me this place a while ago. When mm-hmm. we all, I think when last we all year. Up. Yeah, mm-hmm. when we all went up. I think for the Microsoft thing. Yeah, it's one of the. Uh, it's one of the oldest, if not, I think the oldest bar in Seattle. Yeah. Because it was a, um, and it used to have a whorehouse on top of it. Uh huh. And you could. I, I've talked about this on the show before, where they basically had paintings of the whores that you could get. So the merchant marines would come in, get a drink, look at the paintings, pick out the whore that they wanted, and then they'd be escorted upstairs to uh, whatever pros, you know the prostitute's room. Mm-hmm. And so they'd yeah. pick them out from the paintings, right? And they still have a couple of the uh, prostitute paintings hanging in the um, hanging in the merchant's cafe, which is really awesome. Yeah, and one of them's haunted. Yes, one of them is haunted, mm-hmm. but that's not all that's haunted in there. Uh, so I'll, I'm gonna, I, I wanted to talk about that too because, so, so we went there that night, you know, met up with everybody after the show and kind of had some after show drinks, and then everybody kind of went their separate ways and went back home. And the next day, so I stayed up in Seattle for another day, 
with me and Jeff mm. and, and our friend Adam, who came up to the show, too. And I rode home with Heather and my mom and, and my niece. She's yes. So oh, I forgot to say the picture that we took at oh, that first yeah. bar was of Sarah holding her, what, six-month-old niece? She's, she's six yesterday, or six months old six yesterday. Six months old yeah. um, while drinking a shot of whiskey <laughs> in the bar. And she was trying to grab the whiskey. And she was trying to grab like, the whiskey. Like, it wasn't even orchestrated. Like, I was like, oh, let's take it. This is funny. I'm going to take a shot. Like, I'm taking a shot of whiskey while holding my niece. And yeah. then, like, just as... Uh, Greg or my sister, I can't remember, was taking the picture. Like, Eloise is grabbing the mm-hmm. whiskey shot. Yeah, it was pretty and funny. I'm like, oh, we are related. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So you went back to Portland mm-hmm. uh, with your family. And then I, I stayed up there with Jeff and Adam. And we had just planned to, like, have an extra day in Seattle, which was awesome, but with no real plans whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so went out to breakfast. Adam ended up having a cooler hotel room than we did with a view of the whole water. And like kind of a little big windows and all this stuff. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So we went over to his hotel and just kind of hung out there for a bit after after uh, breakfast. We're like, well, what should we do? And we went out, walked around for a little while, went to Pike's Place, you know, got some Peroshkis. Pike Place. Place. Went to Pike Place, got some Peroshkis. Oh, Peroshki, Peroshki. Yeah. Oh, that place is so good. Yeah. You have to wait in line. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. But we did it anyway because everything was busy down there. It was packed. it's, It's worth it. It's so good. Yeah. And so so did that and, and just kind of tooled around for a bit and eventually decided, well, we don't really have any plans. We thought about going to the music, you know, experience music thing, but we're just having fun walking. And we're like, well, why don't we um, why don't we just do a little little bar hopping back towards uh, the hotel rooms? And then why don't we just drink Jameson at each one of these bars? Hmm. And so it started. And so it began. Did it, was it uh, did it begin early in the day? Uh, no, this was like four. <laughs> That's early in the day, <laughs> by the way. It wasn't noon. <laughs> okay. No, it was, yeah, probably four, four or five, somewhere right in there. Um, definitely not past five, though. And and yeah, so we, so we just decided to stop in bars and then just talk to the bartenders. And, you know, we were just having a really good time and talking to random people. And ended up stopping at the bar where Guns, it's in the bottom of the hotel where Guns N' Roses was staying. We had no idea. But she told us about that. Yeah, Whoa. the bartender. She's like, oh, yeah, no, they reserved this whole thing last night. And I guess they're all in town tonight. They're going to, like, local shows and just hanging out. So, so like, did you, like, try to find them? No. we were, I was going to be that creepy. Like, I mean, what would I say if I saw them? Like, hi, uh, uh, slash, uh, I just want to see. <laughs> Axel, I didn't think show. the Fat Axel <laughs> memes were funny at all. Yeah, no, Axel, <laughs> I hate those Fat Axel memes. Yeah. <laughs> You're not fat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Take me down to the hamburger city. Uh, so, so yeah, they, just kind of a random thing. But yes, yeah, stopped by there and ended up making our way to. Uh, there, there was a lot that happened on that trip, but I don't even. I'm not even going to go. To, I'll save some of for little stories later on. But anyway, ended up making it to the Merchant Cafe again. And you went back there. Yeah, we went back there because uh-huh. I mean we're stopping at these other bars, but we're like we we like that place mm-hmm. and I like the basement. Because they have a bar in the basement down there. Yeah, it's nice. And that's where we decided to go. And we went down there. And it's the, the basement bar of the Merchant Cafe is set up. It's kind of like a living room. I mean, really. It's yeah, just it like has a like basement little, living like, couches room. And, yeah. yeah, and tables. And then there's a little bar at one end that's kind of a little bit separated. But it's it's part of the whole basement basement thing. So we got a drink sitting at this table, uh, uh, couch and tables, and uh, this whole living, living room set up. And we're sitting there. And all of a sudden... You know, there was only like a few of us down there because it doesn't mm-hmm. really fit that many people. And suddenly these people just start streaming downstairs. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, where? This is a lot of people. 
and they just keep coming and coming and coming and they start piling through and soon enough sure as shit this guy with a oh, you're this, funny. this guy with a headset microphone like the Garth Brooks style you know when Garth Brooks oh, used to oh yeah like the Britney Spears does that mic? reference still work no Do, you don't know what it, oh okay what is that like the, the one yeah that Garth Brooks out? that's it, like a Britney Spears microphone oh see I think of it as a Garth Brooks microphone Oh, no, okay. I don't think. Yeah, it's the headset, you know, and then they have the microphone on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you can. Okay, well, anyway, uh, yeah, this guy came down there with that. And he's like, okay, everybody, don't gather down in here, and he had like a loudspeaker thing on him, and it was some, it was a ghost tour that was going oh, okay. on. Okay, and so they take this ghost tour into the, the basement, mer- into the of basement the of the merchant. Yeah, okay. and we're sitting there, like I'm sitting at this chair or this couch with my back to the wall, um, kind of tucked into the corner, and we're watching this, like, oh, all right. This is uh, this is happening right now. And the guy starts going through, telling the history of it and talking about different things that have happened in there. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And then talking about weird things that have happened in the, in the bathrooms. The bathrooms the are the, supposed to be the haunted ones. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not all. So he told this other story. He's like there. I was down here by myself and, you know, and who knows what's being made up or not. But he was like, and I was down at one end, the far end away from the bar. And he said he looked back and there was this dark like entity person shadow mm-hmm. thing that was standing there and he pointed and he's like and it was right over there and it was right where Adam was sitting basically and Adam's like oh god damn it and <laughs> and he's like and I watch this and so everybody in this group starts walking down and is looking at all of us because we're sitting where apparently all this stuff happened and he's like and it went like this and it just dashed into the wall right there and it's right where I'm sitting. So I have this group of like 30 people all staring at me and staring at the wall. And regardless of whether or not the ghost thing happened right there, just the fact of 30 people staring at me, it weirded me out. I'm just like, um, wasn't expecting this. Don't, don't really want this right now, but Mm -hmm. hi, all all you weird tourists that are staring at me right now. (laughs) So anyway, so that, that happened. It was just, it was strange. Yeah. That sounds Um, strange. Yeah. And then we ended up meeting some of the people from that group, which were more people from Calgary by the way. Like, Calgary was just the theme of the weekend because well, our I mean, friends are from close, Calgary. I mean, that's as close as Guns N' Roses is probably getting to Canada. Well, I don't know. These people weren't there for Guns N' Roses, though. Oh. No, they, I mean, they were... Just randomly Not just everybody visiting. in Seattle was there for Guns N' Roses. See, I thought like that everybody in Seattle was there for Guns N' Roses. <laughs> no, it was this... Uh, they were probably in their 40s, and I would definitely describe this these ladies as cougars. Oh, okay. They're with their husbands. So and they're Nibbler fans. Well, yeah, we went over to the bar and we were, so we were sitting at the bar. Eventually we got tired of the ghost thing and these ladies came in and just started hanging all over us, uh, wanting to get shots of fireball. Like, I just love fireball. Fireball's the best. It's so good. And we're like, all right, cool, cool. So they're just doing shots of fireball and over us. And then their husbands are just standing in the back, like looking. And Ew. it was, it was kind of weird. We're like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here we we're not asking to be a part of this so i know you guys are glaring at us but we're not really doing anything it's your ladies that are drinking fireball over the top of us it was just strange um so that that kind of went on and then ended up doing a bunch more that night but it was just it was a wonderful it was a fun night it was a fun night in seattle good it was awesome yeah yeah really good time um yeah and you had just a, a grand old time i had a grand old time i'm very happy it was cool to see you and your brother uh Watching Guns N' Roses. I've never seen mm-hmm. you so excited. <laughs> oh, man. So excited. So, so excited. Yeah. It was it was really good. It cool. was well worth it. And the train was fun. The whole the whole weekend was fun. I had fun with my mom and my sister. 
uh-huh. and spent time with the baby. Yeah, so yeah, that was good. I'll just leave it at that. That mm-hmm. was that was it was a fun night. It was a fun night. Um, well, we got to. Yeah, I guess I just realized how long we've been going on this. Um, I suppose we could wrap. Uh, uh, we do have to. We do have one other thing that we got to get to, mm-hmm. and it has to do with the question that uh, Mr. Aaron Duran asked. <gasps> That's a good question. It was a good question. Yeah, we and I feel to... like I need to address that. I should also do a little bit of ball talk. Okay. Maybe we'll do ball talk, and then we'll address that at the okay. end. Okay, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, just because the Olympics are going on right now, and I, I feel like I do kind of have to do a quick update on that on just some of the some of the craziness that's going on. Do you have any of the ping pong updates? Ping pong's my favorite. I, I, don't, I don't have a ping pong update. I can see if I can quickly get one for you. Uh, Olympic ping pong we'll see what we can we can yeah, come up with yeah because it was a really uh, I watched it a couple days ago and it was uh, the ladies ping pong it was a real real tough match oh yeah yeah I think it's like a table tennis as you're talking about it I mean that's oh what table the, tennis yes. what the pros call it mm-hmm. is table tennis yes um, okay you're gonna be shocked by this is Ching uh, is her name Ching Chin well that was last <laughs> yeah you what? go. You go down the road there of trying to guess. No, I. I swear, like she was the champion. I remember her from last time. Was it Ching? No, it's Ding Ning. Ding Ning. Ding Ning. Ding Ning. Which? Okay. Breaking news. Shocking news. Right now, in the gold medal match for the men. It's a Chinese guy versus Chinese guy in the in the gold it's medal match a for the women. Chinese person. It's a Chinese lady versus a Chinese lady. <laughs> so looks like they're doing pretty good. Um, yeah, that who, is. Who are the who were the ladies who were for the gold? What are their names? Ding Ding Ning and Li Xiaoji. All right, yeah, because Ding Ning was uh, Ding Ning. We we watched last time. Last time. Yeah. So Ding Ning's still in the running. Ding Ning is the champion. Ding, Ding Ning, Ning is the gold. reigning champion. She just got gold again. She just got gold again. Yep. Good for her. Yep. Way to go. So there we go. We'll leave that at that. There's Good your talk. there's your ping pong update. Uh, all Wait, right. Does that mean it's all over now? No more ping pong to watch? I, I you know I'm I don't know I don't know. Okay, I, I maybe there's like doubles or maybe there's other kinds of it. I didn't I wasn't prepared for a, a full ding, ding, table update. Table tennis update. I think you may have missed it. You may have missed out on I it. I missed my ping pong window. I yeah I think you might have. I, they, but there must be like doubles or something still. You don't have doubles in ping pong. Why not? It's a solitary sport. Ask Ding Ning. It's table tennis, number one, and I think they do have doubles. Ping pong does not have doubles. Well. I like how you're just actively searching for doubles ping pong right now. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't really care if you're I'm right or wrong. It's really not, not, the, not the end of the world for me. Anyway. Okay, I'm going to prove this right now. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to prove anything right now. Never mind. Okay. I know John in the chat says that they do have doubles, but I don't believe John. Oh, and there's a picture. Maybe. Yep, they sure do. They <laughs> sure do. And it's happening today. In the gold medal match, you want to guess where... Ooh! Okay, if you want to see some... Some some ping pong ning ding or ding 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 ning ding ning. ding ning. She's gonna be competing today at three thirty p.m. Pacific in the gold medal match against Germany. Whoa! Yeah. 
So that's happening today. There's there's your update. That was a long update on that. Let's go to some other things that are happening in the Olympics. Um, a Wait. lot of records have been broken. Uh, there's some... Uh, yeah, a lot of records have been broken anyway. Um, some interesting news on the side. They're starting to figure out uh, some of the pool issues. Now, I don't know if you've been following any of the Olympics and noticed that the pools... Oh, the green. ...have turned very green. Mm-hmm. Very, very green. How come they just don't clean them? I just don't get it. Well... There's a lot of theories, and Brazil has come up with, their officials have had many different theories they put out as to why it's green, uh, none of which really answer any of the questions. The most predominant one that they think they figured out, somebody tried to use hydrogen peroxide to clean the pool, which if you use too much of that, apparently the chemical reaction ends up growing algae, which is why they're turning green. Uh, Olympians were complaining about their eyes starting to itch from diving into the pool, and especially in the synchronized dancing thing, you have to be able to see under, uh, you know, you have to be able to see through the water to see what's going on, and they could not do that because the water was so green. So what they've done is they've drained part of them and then tried to get the chemical balance back back intact to get them back to clear again. That's that's what they're trying that's to. You would think that'd be the simplest thing. It like would, that's a controlled environment. It's not yeah. the bay. You can control that chemicals. I mean, it's it's really. I don't think that's ever been an issue in any other Olympics where the pool turns green. Lots of people have pools that don't turn green. Mm. Anyway, was that's going on. Uh, Ryan Lochte, uh, you probably already read this story. The swimmer from the U.S. was robbed at gunpoint, taken out of his taxi cab. I don't know if you read about this. No. So, uh, him and uh, three other American swimmers. I think they were coming back from the French village some party or something and they were in a taxi got pulled over by a guy by his by Ryan Lochte's account the guy just held up a police badge they didn't have a sirens or anything like that and told them all to get on the ground and he said Ryan, Ryan Lochte said no because they hadn't done anything wrong and he said the guy pulled out a gun and put it to his forehead oh my god and said get on the ground and so he got on the ground they took their money their wallets left their pre- left their Olympic credentials and I think their phones but that was it. Whoa. So, yep. And obviously not caught. Nothing at all. Uh, also, something that was found, I believe, today in, near where they're going to be doing some of the sports in the bay it was a severed leg floating in the water. Ew. Yep. Severed leg. So it was cut off at the hip. Okay. That's, that's enough. Floating in the water. Okay. Where they're going to have events. So that's just something. Uh, yeah, we'll just leave that at that. Uh, however, I do want to say this. There are some actually genuinely cool moments that are happening in the Olympics. It's not all bad stuff. And I know I try to talk about what I... Dang it, I keep hitting that. i got to move that. Sorry about that. Um, about the, the bad things that are happening. There are some really cool moments that do remind you of why the Olympics can be really awesome. And it's the camaraderie that you see, you know, between athletes mm-hmm. or somebody working really hard and, you know, trying their whole life to get to this point and making it. Um, there's the uh, Katie Ledecky... Ledecky, I think is how you say her name. Okay. Um, and I'm just learning about her because I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of the swimming events. She's the American. She's uh, kind of like, she's like when Michael Phelps came came around. Katie Ledecky, I think she's 19 years old. She won her event by 11 point something seconds. Whoa. A swimming event. That's how much faster she was than everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's insane. That's an insane yeah. amount of time. Yeah. That's how far ahead she was. So she's somebody... I think coming up in these, obviously, if she's only 19 and she's this good, she is kind of like the new Michael Phelps. Like she's going to be taking over that reign of just somebody so dominant that there's just there's no comparing anything. So there's the story about her. There's also another great one that has come out 
um, and this just happened yesterday because they're starting all the track and field events, you know, they've started mm. now. And it was in the 5K where a New Zealander, it was, this was in the women's 5K, her name's Nikki Hamblin. She tripped and fell in the in the middle of the pack during the 5K, and the American, Abby D'Agostino, Di, uh, fell over her. Oh, wow. So essentially, it ended both of their races. You know, they, they're not going to be able to come back from that because it's, yeah. it's only a 5K. So you, you're even standing up and but there, there's video of this and all these pictures of it and it's pretty cool it's where uh, the American gets up and, and tries to get up the New Zealand lady uh. and she gets up and that's when the American uh, Abby D'Arestino you can tell that her leg is fucked up oh. um, but they both finished the race and it was pretty cool and then afterward the you know Nikki Hamblin from New Zealand they're both hugging each other it was just it was just kind of a cool moment of them pulling each other up because you know they could have raced off away from one another yeah you know and just said fuck you I'm gonna try to still still Mm -hmm. win or whatever but no they stayed and helped each other it's just one of those cool moments it was a neat moment I know you okay this isn't affecting you in any no 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 but I'm gonna um, look it up I haven't seen it all right. No, that is nice. It's nice when you see that camaraderie. You're right, because they are working their entire lives to that moment. It's just moment. cool. And all the and all the terrible things that are happening, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice to see something like that where you just have people who are clearly working really hard and they showing some camaraderie with each mm-hmm. other. They I thought it was a nice thing. Goals. Maybe it is. this is too cynical for Wait, what? I don't know. I I think it's it's an it's a nice thing. It's a nice thing. It is. Yeah, it's cool. So anyway, so there we go. So there's a bunch of that kind of stuff that's going on. The good stuff. Yeah, there's a bunch of good things that are happening. I like too. that. So that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to end on a good note other <laughs> than like a severed it. leg note. So uh, Thank there you we go. <laughs> look but you at, just brought it up again, Greg. Well, look up the good stuff that's happening. <laughs> there's some really cool moments just with athlete to athlete and different countries, you know, coming together and uh, realizing that we don't all I have to like fight to each other. I would like to see like a story about like Olympic friendships. Like people who make friends, you know, like from different countries and things. Well, I'm sure there's a lot. There's also a lot of... Uh, <laughs> stuff that we that we'll never know that goes on in those Olympic oh, villages. There's the a reason they all get twenty condoms with or the forty thousand condoms or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of international love that is happening <laughs> in those places. That's a really wholesome way of putting it. There is, yeah. There's so much international love happening. I wonder how many international babies come about because right? of the Olympics. Although they they're probably smart enough to use the condoms there. Mm-hmm. But you never know. I'm sure there's a few that slip through the cracks. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, Greg, we did have a question at hand. Okay. About some birthday rules. Yes. All right, so do you do you have the text pulled up? Uh, no, but I certainly can. All right, let me pull it up. All right, so we do have, uh, so our dear friend Aaron Duran wrote to us, and he had a question about some birthday rules, Greg, since, you know, this is your specialty. Yes. And he wanted to know, so let's see, he wanted to know this, he wrote. Okay. Uh, hey, gang. Today is my wonderful bride's birthday. It would make her day to get a special Elvis greeting. Also, she's going on a, on a plane for a work trip for her approved birthday rules weekend and won't be back mm. for two weeks. Yeah. Greg, how may she celebrate within the Greg rules and are there international variations? Please help. Okay, a couple of couple of issues here. So we're on Tuesday right now. It is a true quandary. It is, uh, it is are we on Tuesday or Wednesday? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Got my days mixed up. It's Tuesday. Uh, so technically... You would go backward as Saturday was, uh, previous Saturday was probably mm. the approved birthday rules well, weekend. Well, all right. Well, that's already gone. But so that's, ha- that's happened. So we'll, we'll forget Whoop. that. You know, it's close enough to Wednesday. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll let that go. Uh, Wednesday is usually you, you round up and go to the weekend. But anyway, regardless, she was planning on celebrating it this weekend. 
Fair enough. Yes. Uh, the, there's two questions. One, is she going to be going out celebrating it today on the actual birthday? I'm assuming probably not. If she's got this work trip, she's mm-hmm. probably keeping it pretty mellow. Probably pretty mellow. Probably pretty mellow. So she was going to be doing it this weekend with you know family and friends, and we'll, we'll go with that route. Sure. If that's what, what the plan was. Let's do it. There is a something in the birthday rules that does accommodate for travel. Now, if you're traveling on your birthday, obviously you're not going to be around your regular friends. Now, you do get to... If she were out of town today, she could go do something, you know, uh, clearly for her birthday. Mm-hmm. That would be permissible. Um, permissible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> However, since she's on the road right now for two weeks, that makes it kind of hard. You, you can't really do your traditional birthday celebration. Because of the travel rule, you do get to get a buy for celebrating. Usually the limit is about two weeks. I mean, any more than that, and it's like, well, sorry, you... you you should have done it beforehand. Oh However, two weeks, that is that is an acceptable limit. So when she gets back, she can, in fact, have a birthday night celebration, even though it's two weeks away from her birthday. So it is, it's allowed. It's allowed in the rules. So she's allowed to celebrate multiple times. Well, I mean, a little bit of celebrating tonight, but if she's having a big, you know, uh, going out thing with a bunch of friends... You can't, like, get, get a bunch of drinks from your friends today or presents and then expect more presents and drinks two That's weeks from now. That's a specific thing. Like, you expect from the same those person. things. Me? I don't think the lovely No, nobody Jen gives me that. anything. No, I you're right. Nobody you get stuff you sent from you all over the place for your birthday. Nobody sends me uh, things. I don't, I don't get that stuff. You get cool things. Oh, I do get, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm just saying I don't solicit them. Sure, Greg. Somebody else in this room solicits them. Uh, so... So, but yes, Jen, celebrate today and two weeks from Happy now. Birthday, Happy birthday, Jen. Jen. We love you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot, Hot damn rack. Hot damn rack, Greg. <laughs> All right. Um, something got to bring up. So the cornhole tournament. We're gonna have one on Sunday. That was the plan. Uh, this is an unsponsored one. Mm. I don't think people are really into it. I don't think we should do it. You want to cancel it? Let's just cancel it. Okay. This was this one was just gonna be a fun one anyway. Uh, we just kind of threw it together play. last minute. Yeah, yeah, it's just a free play thing. Um, I know a couple of people have. St- Still signed up, but nobody's signed up fast enough. So I think yeah. we're going to go ahead and cancel it for this weekend. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. And not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but those of you who have already signed up, we will get you w- your refund. And yeah. And then we'll all just gear up for the September 18th one. Because we got the big thing coming up anyway. Yeah. That which is going to be the fun one. I think that was just like what, like one brushstroke too many. With like, one brushstroke too many. Why are we? Why many? are we at? Yeah, like we don't what? need to force something. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got some busy weekends. So, uh, but the big one, September eighteenth. That's the one where we want to see everybody at. Yes. So we'll be talking more about that. That's the Brewers Cup finale. Uh, that's going to be a lot. We have so many things that are incorporated huge. into that. So September eighteenth, concentrate on that day. All right. Mm. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We love you so much. We do indeed. We do. 
We do. Indeed. 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 And thank you for everybody who listens to this show. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook and like us or give us a review on whatever kind of podcast app you listen to, whatever you use, whether it's Stitcher or iTunes or something. Um, if you don't mind just stopping for a second and giving us like a five-star review. Five-star And maybe a little, uh, hey, these guys are cool. Greg's like doing thumbs up right yeah, now. These it's guys really are cool. embarrassing. Don't, give us a little don't do wink, the finger guns. Wink and a click. Absolutely no finger guns. And, you know, just a All wink. Right, let's go and on. yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> All right, thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Black on, bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>